Welcome to Lineouts by Earful of Dirt, bringing you conversations with rugby newsmakers about the greatest sport on the planet. Hello everyone, this is Victor. And this is Dan. And again, we're with Earful of Dirt. On our way out of the venue, we actually found the myth, the man, the legend, Mr. Dan Payne. Mr. Payne, thank you for joining us. Well, thanks for having me, guys. No, it's a pleasure to have you. So, Mr. Payne, first of all, let me ask you, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. That's great to hear. Now, a question regarding uh, what happened here in Tallinn Stadium when we brought Newcastle Falcons as a home team playing against Harrison's football club. Game finished 29-7. to Tell me, what is your opinion about the game itself, the ambience right here with the crowd and the like? Well, I think we we had a great... The the game itself was obviously very entertaining, but I think you have to look at it as more of the eight days that were all inclusive of this event. And we had coaching clinics and there were referee developments courses and a lot of different community activation around the professional teams that were here um, that added a lot of benefit to the game in the U.S. So although the game was great itself, I think it's, it's bigger than that and it's something we can build on. Now from I wasn't actually here last year, but the rugby weekend last year in Chicago uh, when it was the All Blacks actually losing to Ireland and then the U.S. also playing. Can we expect something like that in the future? Because that by itself was really a great weekend of people coming in from all over the world, really, to the U.S. to watch rugby. And that's, I think, personally, and it's a long question, but personally, I think that's that's really great for USA Rugby. For such a long question, I could just say yes. <laughs> but I will, I will reply with a little bit more. Um, you know, for all the reasons you mentioned, we definitely are going to replicate the rugby weekend. Um, you know, I think we saw what the impact that – Pairing those two games together last year in Chicago had in that area in that region, and we'll continue to do those. There's some exciting things that we hope to announce within the next two or three months about next year's. Yeah, well, uh, you're going to get the uh, you're going to get the the breaking story of in the next two to three months <laughs> about about um, you know the rugby weekend that we're looking to try to build out for next year. Um, we're not going to have one this fall. Unfortunately, we had some things in the works that, that didn't transpire for a bunch of reasons that are outside of our control. Obviously, you can imagine bringing two Tier 1 nations together is tough to do, uh, and, and we don't want to just do it for the sake of doing it. We want to do it in the right venue, in the right city, and make sure there's an impact when we do it. So um, rest assured, um, if and when the next rugby weekend takes place, you'll be pleasantly surprised with what, what it will consist of. Well, we definitely do do hope so because let me tell you this: um, this match, uh, it does, it, the score does not reflect the effort on the field, and I'm, I'm you probably can agree with me on that as well. Yeah, you mean today's match? Yes, of course. Yeah, today's match. I think it's it's great for everybody that was here. It's just great to be able to see this caliber of rugby played, you know, within our shores, and that's something that um, is valuable uh, wherever it's played. So you know. The, regardless of what team you were pulling for today, the majority of people that were here were fans of rugby. I don't think there were more Saracens fans or Newcastle fans to speak of. I think there were mostly rugby fans, um, you know, and that's that's something that we can build on. And also with the, the Collegiate All-Americans that I actually wasn't here for the match, but um, I think lost at the last minute or, or lost by two or three. And what are your thoughts on just the progress of our youth basically in this case? By the way, the score was a 2018 to Oxford. Well, I think, you know, the Collegiate All-Americans put in a great performance. We have to thank AEG and PRL for helping underwrite and promote and allow the Collegiate All-Americans to have this week of build-up 
and and then this chance to perform in the stadium today against such a storied program such as Oxford, um, you know, and to to further answer your question, youth is our future, right? And we, we can't say that enough. We have to start with pre-high school rugby. We have to get more five to thirteen-year-olds playing rugby. We have to have everybody that's that's thinking or considering retiring or you know trying to contribute to rugby in one way or another. Think about refing, coaching, you know, or assisting and growing out youth rugby in one way or another, and that will contribute to the further growth of you know our high school programs and our college programs. It was ten years ago we had three state rugby organizations. This morning we had the state rugby organization meeting, the annual meeting, um, downtown Philadelphia, and we have 45. So that's progress. That Well, some of those states have one organization that runs two states and some of the less densely populated states. But that's something as a community we need to be proud of, right? We need to think of realistically 10 years ago where we were versus where we are today. Now, with that structure and that organization in place, what can we achieve? So, you know, that's something that everybody has to sit back sometimes and think of where we're really making progress and, and you know, what the future might hold. Now, changing gears and talking regarding the, the men's U.S. Eagles, uh, we just heard about their schedule coming up in November. They're going to be playing uh, two games, one against Georgia, which is a, rem a rematch, really, and another game for the first time playing against the, uh, an upcoming nation like Germany. Uh, so the question is really, um, are we expecting any new games besides those two? Or, or is, 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 that, is that all that we have? And, of course, what are your expectations regarding the, the team's performance between both Georgia and Germany? Sure. So, well, we, before that, on the men's side, we have the, uh, the APC, which is down in Uruguay, which will be the USA Selects, our A side. <clears throat> and a lot of that will a lot of those competitions will be used to help, you know, find some of the up-and-coming talent. Some of the players out here for the Collegiate All-Americans today played their way onto that team. There was the coaching staff that was here watching that team take place. Um, you know, but in into the, the fall test, we only have the two tests this autumn. Um, and, and we're really excited about an up-and-coming Germany. I think especially from from the, the you know, association that we have here in the States, Germany is, is another country that you know we can really use to market and grow the game here when they come they're going to be coming back here in june um to return that test match so i'll give you that little nugget that will be that will be your breaking story right so we're we're going we're going out to germany but they will be one of our test matches this coming june um here in the states i won't give you the location yet but uh Maybe you'll have to do a follow-up location, a follow-up interview in two or three months when we let that go. But um, you know, Georgia and Germany are both both teams that uh, we feel that we can compete with. And, and when we look at our fall tests, that's what we really want to do when we go to Europe. Is we want to obviously assemble our team and look for ways to get better, but also make sure we're in matches that we can compete in. Sounds like a plan. Well, thank you very much for giving us that breaking story. That, that's that's we definitely appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely heard it first, but we definitely do hope that we get that in in or hopefully again in Rebel Rebel Arena because in any case, New York City has a large German American contingent. So if you can get the Germans in, uh, trust me, you're probably going to fill that sitting again twenty two thousand plus. All right, well I'll give you another breaking breaking story here. It's not going to be in Red Bull. No.
Oh, well, it's going to be the new uh, the new N- NYCFC soccer stadium, right? <laughs> it won't be there either. You guys are great. Yeah. <laughs> or is it going to be Yankee Stadium? That would be really funny if we have a Yankee Stadium. <laughs> no, you know, look, we, we had great success this past year with Ireland at Red Bull, and, and obviously it's a place that we'll go back to and we'll revisit. Um, it's one of the markets that we need to continue to grow and develop, as is Philadelphia and everything within the Mid-Atlantic region. Um, you know, but we have to continue to keep moving some of those test matches around within our specified markets of growth. So um, we'll, we'll be back to Red Bull. Don't worry. But, I, you know, I'm not going to say definitively no for June, but, you know, I, it, it, you know, we would look to try to take that match somewhere else because we were just there three months ago. Spread the wealth a bit to some other places. Exactly. And that's, you know, that's that's part of our job and our responsibility as the NGB is we, it's our job to continue to grow and facilitate the growth of the game in the country. You know, it's, it's a growth sport here in America, and we have to keep looking at where we can take games and, and use our test matches as platforms to be able to grow the game from the youth all the way up to developing new fans and, and everything that goes along with it. Now, I'm expecting the Germany game to be a tough one because I'm not sure if you remember in this past um, Rugby Euro Championship, they actually beat Romania, something that the U.S. unfortunately could not do when they went to Bucharest last year. So if the Germans are able to do it, I'm sure USA Eagles, who are now 17 in the world, can definitely do it. Well, I, you know, I have all confidence in our players and our staff. I'm 100% behind them. So, you know, I mean, whoever we step up against and when it's time to compete, uh, you know, we, we want to put our best foot forward. And, you know, we're looking to go into the fall test matches to do the same thing. And, you know, we'll, we'll be having a new coach. We'll be having a new staff stepping in um, for the most part. But, you know, by and large, it'll be the core group that just qualified for the first time ever as the Americas won and a group of people coming back that this should feel very confident in you know the performance they've been putting forth and you know we lean on on them as as we do on our four high performance teams from our women's and our men's sevens and our women's and our men's 15s they're our flagship to to help give our young players and our youth and our fans something to you know revel in and aspire to so you know this fall we're looking very forward to the fall Speaking also of the, the head coach, I know you're smiling now. Uh, I think you had mentioned that before October was the expected time, at least a month or so ago. Is there any update on that at all, at least time frame, a couple weeks or days or something like that? Yeah. I can't be too specific, I understand. You, you already gave us a little, a little nugget. So. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah the, nugget, the nugget of the German test match. Well, I, I would say, um, uh, you know, we're very, very far down the track in that process. Um, you know, I'd rather always say less than more until I can definitively say anything. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I would say the October time frame is still something that would be very realistic. Um, we're, we're in a good place. Um, you know, I, I think the other side of it is we, we have a very good, strong, committed core group of players. Um, we have some players that are actively involved, not, you know, to a certain degree in, in the furtherance of the program. And, the, and keeping the wheels on straight and driving it forward. So, you know, I think that's that's where we're, we're in a good spot and we have some great candidates that we're very far down the path with, you know. So I, I would say that would be a, a realistic time frame. And, and if it's not, it would be due to reasons out of our control that we can't foresee at this, at this time. So that's the only caveat I would give. I would say... End up choosing not to. Exactly. That's, that, that's, it's a great honor that everyone would should accept. 
So you answer these questions better than I do for myself. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> now, two last things. Now, in, in regards to a coach, can you, at least you tell us is going to be U.S. or a, or an international person? It will definitely be a human. Okay. <laughs> I was afraid it wasn't. I was afraid it wasn't. Yeah, so do I. No worries. Well, okay. So I think that that's just really the questions, guys. Uh, so, of course, Mr. Payne, thank you very much for joining us. And we said five minutes, and it's been already like about 10. So, again, because, I mean, it was just a pleasure having you. So, I mean, I just kept asking questions for as long as having. But, again, thank you very much. All right, well, thank you guys, and keep doing what you're doing, right? We, we're all in this together trying to grow the game, and I appreciate your coverage. Thank you very much. Yes, sir, and thank you. And, of course, let's go Eagles. This has been Lineouts by Earful of Dirt. Connect with Earful of Dirt online. We're on Facebook and Twitter at Earful of Dirt. You can email us at earfulofdirt at gmail.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail at 720-600-2679. For Aaron, Dan, and Victor, I'm Corey. Thanks for listening.